So I just saw this story about a multi-year scheme from 2020 to 2023. This scheme led to nearly a million dollars in theft, and I figure I share it with y'all. Now starting from the end, a man from Connecticut was just arrested for stealing paychecks from DoorDash drivers in California. Since he hasn't been convicted, I'll just refer to him as the alleged Fisher King. Last week, this Fisher King was arrested in New York State. He's been charged with first-degree larceny, third-degree identity theft, two counts of second-degree forgery, and first-degree computer crime. Now, before I get into how this scheme worked, subscribe now so you can get a heads up when the newest episode of Tech or Die drops. Now, back to the Fisher King. This man has been accused of running a sophisticated phishing scheme beginning in June 2020. This is how he would attack. He would call in a DoorDash order. According to most reports, he would usually call the orders in California. Then he would have the order sent to a nearby California address. Again, this man lived nowhere near California. According to the affidavit, at a certain point during the delivery, Fisher King would call the DoorDash driver using an app to mimic the DoorDash support number. So if you don't know, there are apps and services available that allow people to mimic or spoof phone numbers. These apps typically use voice over IP technology to make calls and display a different caller ID. Caller ID spoofing can be used for legitimate purposes such as protecting privacy or maintaining anonymity, but it can also be misused for scams, phishing attempts, or other malicious activities. So like I was saying, the fish man would call the DoorDash driver and spoof the caller ID to make it look like DoorDash support. Once he got them on the phone, Fisher would then impersonate a DoorDash support rep. Now check this part. He would tell them that the order they were about to pick up was placed with a stolen card, and as a result, their DoorDash payment account has been frozen. Now let's take a step back here. According to several reputable sites, DoorDash drivers make somewhere between $15 to $25 per hour. In today's state of inflation, that's probably not enough for living expenses, if you ask me. In addition to living expenses, don't forget about all the car maintenance expenses. All that driving around leads to extra wear and tear on their cars. That's gas, oil, tires, interior cleaning, and that's if you're lucky. Car maintenance expenses can add up fast. So when you couple that with a pay that's not keeping up with living expenses and a sudden shock that your main income account has just been shut down, that would push most people to make rush decisions, don't you think? Next, the Fisher King would tell the driver they would need to be verified in order to resolve the issue. He would then send a verification code via a text link. 
the link led to a fake website he created that mimicked the DoorDash website. First, he hits you with the social engineering. Now here comes the fish hook. The victims just want the issue resolved, so they logged in with their credentials. They were probably led to a fake everything is okay now page. It may have been redirected to the real DoorDash page afterwards. This is to camouflage the fact that the URL they went to was not the same as the official DoorDash website. With their stolen credentials, Fisher would gain access to their accounts. Again, this has just been reported. I'll put some links on the Tech or Die site page for this episode. According to the affidavit, once inside their account, he would change that employee's banking info to a payment card he controlled. After that, he would cash out and pocket the pooled delivery funds from the victim's account. He tricked people again by saying their delivery issues would delay their paychecks by days. This was to leave them confused while buying into the concept of a delayed payment. The last part was to buy Fisher enough time to drain the accounts. Can you imagine driving all week, building up a thousand in income, just for someone to trick you into giving it away? Now here's the crazy part. He may have successfully repeated this scam on more than 700 DoorDash drivers. Now when I said starting from the end, I skipped this part. This scheme was only found after Fisher King was investigated due to a report of a domestic dispute involving a gun at an apartment building in Connecticut. According to the arrest affidavit, the investigation into Fisher began at the start of the year. That's when police responded to a report of domestic assault involving a pregnant woman. The woman identified Fisher as the perpetrator. She said he pulled out a gun too. With her consent, the police conducted a search of the apartment where the assault occurred. While Fisher faced charges related to the domestic incident, what the police found at the apartment triggered a separate fraud investigation. During the search for the firearm, the police said they found 109 payment cards, several California driver's licenses, and a little over 52,000 in cash. There was also a safe that had been left open, exposing an additional 146,000 in cash. A search warrant was issued to examine the other four locked safes. Once opened, they found another 534,000 in cash. In the end, the police found over 730,000 in cash in that apartment. In their investigation of the Fish King, law enforcement said they found he had enacted over 1,750 transactions linked to over 700 different DoorDash accounts. That means over 700 dashers may have been affected by the alleged Fisher King. 
By the way, he's only 21. But what's really shocking about this crime is the fact that this went on for nearly three years. And the only reason we know about it is because of a domestic abuse incident. DoorDash had to have known that their California drivers were being targeted, right? Was there any negligence on DoorDash's part in addressing the security vulnerabilities that made their drivers susceptible to this phishing scam? What steps did DoorDash take, if any, to investigate and prevent similar incidents from occurring in the future? And finally, did this scheme involve multiple individuals or was it the work of a single mastermind? I'm sure there are more questions to be asked, but the main thing to remember is that falling for a phishing attempt or social engineering scam can have severe consequences both personally and financially. Never let someone talk you into logging into your account. Slow down and take a moment to think critically. Be skeptical of unexpected emails, messages, or pop-ups that urge you to take immediate action and log in. Stop, think, and verify the authenticity of the request before proceeding. This is a cold world, and when it comes to your money, the first line of defense is you. Stay safe, my friend. Tech or die.